getting to know you, having a good nose about you, having a gander, looking at what makes you tick. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Propaganda with myself, the Shed Man, and my good friend, Miss Cannington Lynn. Hello, good then. evening. A lot of people doubted us, yeah. uh, I reckon. I think they yeah. did. Yeah, I thought they, they won't pull nothing off, shall they? Everyone would be in Prague, they're both lazy fuckers, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, but not, not with us. We, nah. we, we, we keep going. Yeah, because we're towners. We are. That's what we do. We, and we can talk forever. Which is lucky, really, when you do a podcast, people, because it comes can't. in handy. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be like this. But it ain't, because we don't. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Propaganda. Me and Lennon, we're going we're gonna to run with them through the summer, probably. Um, next week, I doubt it, we'll probably be talking about the upcoming final and, and, and the ramifications of whatever happens out there. Um, but we wanted to do the first one uh, with a fan. Obviously, that's never seen West Ham win anything because Lennon and myself are obviously we we were old enough to remember the golden age of West Ham United. Oh, yeah, went in a flash, didn't it? Yeah, it it, it it turned up. We were sort of born in the middle of it. We caught the end of it, and then we've spent forty odd years waiting for it to turn up again. But we managed to find a listener who was willing to come on. And, and talk to us about what it's like to be a West Ham fan when we're always crap and never see us win anything. And we're joined by a good friend of the show. You, you might know him on Twitter. His, his, his Twitter name is Dan with a lot of numbers. And that Vicious I fucker he is. Yeah, which I generally take the piss out because I can't keep up with all the numbers he's got. But anyway, welcome to the show. We're going to call him Dan Numbers. Hello, Dan. Evening, all. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. You keeping well? Yeah, get, yeah well, good, thanks, mate. It's getting a bit nervous now for Wednesday. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you jetting off out there? or are you? Yeah, so there's a few of us travelling out uh, tomorrow evening, starting the journey tomorrow evening, and we'll get to Prague around about lunchtime on Wednesday, the day of the game. All right. What, are you walking then, if it's tomorrow evening? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> well, yeah, well, we've done it on a bit of a budget way, so we kind of... So we had it um, in place after the first leg and took a bit of a risk because the prices were quite good. So we're stopping in over in Germany overnight and then we got a train across in the morning. Where are you going? Nuremberg or...? or, or... Uh, to Berlin. To Berlin? And then train to Prague. It's about four hours. Oh, is it? Well, it's not too bad, is it, actually? No, it's not, it's not too bad. I've done, I think to Manchester's probably, what, two, three, four Spre- hours if you go to Nuremberg. Sprechen Deutsch? Absolutely none, mate. Oh, nine. <laughs> Nigel's German. <laughs> you can be German and be a tanner. I can. Yeah, yavo. Um <laughs> Actually, before the First World War, Canning Town was full of Germans. And then during the First World War, they all changed their name. So, uh, obviously got fed up with all the bricks being thrown their wind through their windows. Oh, anyway, Dan? Yes, mate. What's it like to be a West Ham fan and never see us win anything? <clears throat> to be constantly told by old fights like us how good it was in our day? Well, I suppose the, the simple answer to that is I don't know any different. 
don't know any. Do you think for as long as I think our first my first game was probably about mid nineties. I must be the only person who doesn't really remember their first game for sure. But it was either Wimbledon at home or Southampton or Southampton. And I think like when Letizia was there, so you're talking about like mid nineties. Yeah. And like you say, ever since then, all it's been is relegations and then the odd promotion back, and then obviously with that one glimmer of hope at that cup final 2006 where you're never going to get any closer than that without winning something and obviously obviously ever since then obviously as well we've not been anywhere near anything either so I mean obviously everyone talks about the good old days and but I've absolutely no difference to, to me because obviously I've not seen anything I've had one final in was that 40, 40 odd years now yeah 43 and even like one of the second leg of the the, like the second leg of against Altmar, I watched it with my dad and my granddad. And my granddad always tells me about the days like back in the sixties, like when he was at Wembley three years in a row. When we won the, was it the, I don't, even, I don't know which order it was, but there was the FA Cup, the UEFA Cup, Cup, and then and yeah. then the World Cup at the, the, the following year. Yeah. So, so you, obviously your dad and granddad um, were, that, were they the ones that first started taking you West Ham? Yeah, so that's where it boils down from. So my mum's side of the family is from Barking, but there's no real football interest on that side. But it all leads down from my granddad, and obviously it's passed down, isn't it? And when once it's in the family, there's no uh, you haven't got a choice in the matter. That's why you, that's the team you go with. Um, so you say you don't remember your first game, but yeah, I sort of remember vaguely like being there, but I don't really remember anything about it. I mean, I must have been about I'm guessing about seven or eight at the time. Yeah. What's, what's, so if we're, if we're going to, say, take you back to uh, the, the time you start going regularly, what, what are we looking at? I think regularly, it would have been when I started working up in London, so I was probably about 17, 18. I think it was, it was, I think it was the year before the cup final, so about 2005. Yeah. Was I had my first season ticket and I've kind of had one ever since. So where did you sit? So it was in the Bobby Moore Lower, so it was by the corner flag on the east stand side. Oh, right, yeah. Probably about 10, 15 rows back, and obviously, which was, it was deep. Obviously, everyone knows it was good in there and the atmosphere was good, and obviously, then we moved over, and well, the less said about that, the better, but obviously, we were told it was going to be with the people you were with, and then you go over there, and all of a sudden, you don't, don't recognise anybody at all. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Exactly what I am. Um, but, I mean, if you was going to. Um... Oh, cool. 2000. So you're looking at Pardew, really? Yeah, so it was, like, I think it was like, so it was like Marlon Harewood, Teddy Sheridan. Yeah. I think oh. one, I think the first game of the season might have been, I think we beat Villa 4 0. I think Harewood might have scored a hat trick. Yes. Yeah, he did. I believe it was 4 1. It was off the top. Oh, 4 1. Yeah. yeah, it was around about then. It might yeah. have been that year or the year before. Yeah, so that would have been 2000. Yeah, it was 2005 6. Yeah, we just got promoted. Yeah, which was which would have been the cup final season. So you, so in a, in a way, like you get a season ticket and West Ham get to the cup final, and you're like happy days now, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, that was quite a good season. I think we finished ninth uh, that year. Um, had some good wins. Uh, beat Spurs, obviously. The last, I think we beat. Did we? I think I don't know if we beat Liverpool as well that year. I'm not sure. Was that the um, one we played them just before the final? Yeah, the cup final. It? Yeah. Did we not beat him? I think Yossi scored it, didn't he? I feel like it might have been a draw, but I'm, All right, I'm yeah. guessing. It was, um, I know that was the game that Aidan Mullins got sent off. Oh, yeah, it was nil-nil, right, nil, yeah. wasn't it? Or was it? So it was, it was a draw then, yeah. Yeah, um, missed the final. Yeah, which cost him to miss the final. Um, 
And then, obviously, unfortunately for you, well, the next year you get the Tevez season. What'd you make of that? Yeah, that was a, that was a, that really was a roller coaster, wasn't it? I mean, all but relegated, and all of a sudden you just go on this ridiculous run at the end of a season and could do it on the last day. It's the same kind of run that, that Nigel coming. predicted this season. Yeah, but for the Champions League. <laughs> 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 I won't let it lie. No, <laughs> Yeah, I think we were going to finish just in front of Newcastle, weren't we? No, yeah, just, no, just be, just be, we'd have been Brat Brentford, I thought. I thought. But anyway, hey ho. Um, they let me down again. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, so, I mean, it then culminates in, I suppose, relegation in 2011. Yeah, that was under... Um, Avram Grant. Yeah. Oh, dear. I mean, that, that brings back nightmares, doesn't it? Cool, does it? But not, I'm, I'm guessing by then, you've, you've sort of... You've, you've, you've been bitten by the bug. And, and yeah, I think I think it doesn't... I think once you start out, it doesn't take long to get that bug at all, does it? I think once, no. you've, once, you've, once you've stepped foot in there, I think your, your um, destiny is done, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it's like... A, like as, you, as you always say, it's like a drug, isn't it? And you can't... Um, you can't you can't get enough of it, but you, no matter how much it drives you mad, you can't. You just keep going back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you feel like Dan? Do, do you feel that, from your point of view, because of the way you've come into it and not seen us win anything, do you think yourself if you don't keep going, you you fear that it might be the time that we start winning something? Yeah, that's that's that is partly exactly it. You think the one time I'll you you'll walk yeah. away and go, oh, I've, I've taken a break, will yeah. be the time that something finally yeah, happens. Yeah, because we 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 never had to go through that. We're not as heavily invested in that way because we started yeah. to watch it and then we won we won something, you know. And um, yeah, that is definitely that is definitely part of it. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And coming back to sort of uh, obviously, you're looking forward to Prague, or is it just sort of force of habit that you have got to be there? Uh, well, I think as, as you know, obviously I've only seen seen us in one final, seen us winning anything. The opportunity to be there it was a no-brainer yeah. to be there, but I don't yeah, think yeah. I'll enjoy. It's also not the sort of game that I'll be able to enjoy. Like you might no. look at it afterwards if it goes our way, and you think like what a, what a day to remember type thing. But in terms of watching that game, I think it's going to be torture. Yeah, I think it will. Do you think there's it's too much riding final. on it as a club? Um, I don't know. I mean, I. I sort of keep, for, I'm so focused on just the hope that can actually see us win something. I sort of keep overlooking the fact that obviously the the bonus prize is you're in the Europa League next year as well. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I think it's probably, I suppose it's more the manager and stuff, I suppose it's more what will be will be depending on the outcome of the, the final itself. I don't think it's going to be too much of a difference sort of player-wise and recruitment and stuff that side of things if we win or not I don't feel when, when, when I say too much riding on it I mean like the weight of history on the club yeah I think so I think there definitely there was definitely there's a lot of people that almost think there's some sort of curse on this club now like, 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 you look back at that seconds away from that cup final and the amount of times that uh, over recent years we've had a couple of times in the, even just like the league cup where you're looking at you're looking at teams that are still in the jaws starting to open up, and then we'll lose a sit like a, what, well, what you might class as say a silly game like this year against Blackburn. I think the same night Arsenal, Tottenham, and a couple of others went out. You look at that and go, well, that's you don't get too many of those sort of opportunities open up for you. And when they do, you need to be in there to 
try and take advantage. Yeah, especially uh, a tournament of this stature that but that could have actually sort of could have been made for us. It is. It does. It is for the teams at our level. Yeah, I say our level because when he gets European wide at our level, we got a distinct advantage with how much money we can spend and the type of team we can put out there. So when you get opportunities, I do think we're under pressure. We do have to take it because this is what, because of the move, and I always I feel like I do come back to the move. But this is the type of thing that we got to prove that we can win it because it's yeah. all about having a winning mentality. Sure, the, the same is going to be to Florentino as well. You know, they'll fancy their chances and they'll need to feel that they should win it as well. So it's not going to be easy because it's it's a final. Shouldn't be easy, and the two best teams are in the final, I reckon. Um, but do you feel confident, Dan? I, How are you I feeling? can't. I can't let myself be confident. I'm sort of just trying no. to just trying to keep sort of calm about it. And yeah, what will be will be. But obviously, with history and not seeing anything, you kind of just think it would be West Ham. As I yeah. said before. There's always seems to be a, they get to that point. The point they make you believe, or you start to believe, is yeah. when it tends to go wrong. Yeah. With the, with, with the fact it's Fiorentina, obviously, they're the, the, the hardest team we've had to face in the competition. Is it also a case of that? Um, do you think we're the underdog, or or do you think that oh, we should be dispatching them? Uh, I mean, I don't know an awful lot about Fiorentina, but if you sort of you just look at the the basics and what the bookies are saying, it looks to be a bit of a sort of a coin flip, really. There's not an awful lot between yeah. the sides. Yeah, apparently they don't, they don't tend to get it wrong, do they? Too often. No, I see a little bit. Some Amos chat done a preview with an Italian guy, and they said they came out, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure if that's good for us or bad for us. I'd say it's probably not good for us. We obviously we like to sit back, don't we? Early on, we do like to sit back. Where I think if we, and they if like to press. Yeah, and if they obviously if that's how they play, and then they know that's what we do as well. We're kind of inviting it on. Obviously, you go one down early, and you're really under really under pressure, aren't you? Yeah. I'm not confident lately. No. The closest getting to it. The only reason being is that there's. I feel like there's too much confidence in the fan base. I mean, yeah, people I already asking me about the painting, about the victory painting, the Ravens <laughs> kicked off. Yeah, oh, I think that's part of it because we've been quite comfortable all the way through, haven't we? I mean, I know you can only beat yeah. what we've played, but we've sort of not had too much of a test really all the way through. But I think this oh. is obviously going to be by far enough the hardest game. Plus, obviously, obviously the magnitude of it being the final and stuff as well. Hmm. When you say we've not been tested, or is it that we've actually um, risen to the competition? I mean, we've won 13. Yeah, I suppose it's a bit of both, really. I mean, you don't, regardless of the, the level of competition, you don't win 13 games by being lucky, do you? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it's weird because a, a lot of a lot of fans, I don't know where you sit on, on the quality of the tournament, really. A lot of fans... You know, you know the word Tim Pop Cup, Mickey Mouse Cup. You know, I mean, we all <laughs> called it the Tottenham Cup last year, to be fair. Um, and and the, the funny thing about it is, is that Tottenham didn't want to be involved in it, and it was quite obvious. You know, they even quit basically rather than play the last game. Yeah. And I think now they've missed the boat 
you know, I, I was working with a Tottenham fan today, and I said to him, don't you worry, Thursday, if we win that cup, mate, I'll be texting you with how many days since Tottenham have last won a trophy. I said 15,000, I think it's about six, 7,000 days since Tottenham last won a trophy. Um, West Ham, it's 15,000 something days since we last won a trophy. Of course, come Thursday, hopefully it'll be zero. Let's reset. Let's reset. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm, and, and yet it's funny because it, it, I'm not confident at all. Unless I said that, um, is, is you know, there's a bit of me that's. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out there with, without a ticket and not having a passport made that um, easy decision to make. I suppose. Um. So I'd, I'll, I'll watch it in, in Plasto, but um, it'd be a long way to go, wouldn't it, really, without a ticket, watch it on the screen there and lose. Imagine yeah, the plane yeah. coming back and you're lost. It doesn't bear thinking about yet. It don't bear thinking about when, And this is this will go out probably on the Tuesday. Yeah, And People yeah. might be listening on the plane. Way to fucking bring you down, hey? <laughs> Still, if you're going to listen to us, what do you expect? I mean, I'm hardly full of the fucking joys, am I? Well, when it's been so long, it's hard to be positive about it. It's hard to be optimistic that they're going to do it. Of course it is. But, you know, that's why we go. And until that point, uh, the the fans are great. They're the best part of this club. They never, their heads never drop. And you, yourself being one of them as well, Dan, one of them going out to Prague, all the fucking very best to you, you know, you're going to have a great time, you all are, you're all like-minded, you know, it's going to be great for them, and uh, you don't need a couple of fucking old fuckers like me and Nigel bringing it down, but we are, We are, there is a, it's coming to it, and it's sinking in that we're in the final, and it's like, yeah, this don't feel like us, hey, <laughs> let's self-destruct, you know, but you never know, you never know. What we'll say, right, what with Moyes is, going back to your, like you're saying, we win 13 games. He's very good at dispatching teams that aren't as good as us. And that's what he's done in yeah. this competition throughout. Because we are betting all the teams. But he always makes that count. Credit to him for that. Uh, I think we'd bang the same as Florentino. I think on paper we might look like we have better players. But pedigree-wise, I just think we're very, sounds like we're very similar. So I do think it will be a coin toss. But they had another final this year, and I think they had the Coppa Italia final, and I think they lost it. Yeah, I know they lost it. They did. So I wonder if they'll work into their advantage or their disadvantage. I never really know what to think about things like that. We did, let's let's put ourselves in that position. If we would have lost the cup final, would you be more more? Because I always think of Arsenal when we beat them. I knew you say yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because they went on the Wednesday and they had a toy time. They they managed to lose it, and they were probably the better team and lost. They were probably knackered from the semi-finals in the cup final, which is why they didn't turn up for that. Because they were, they didn't trouble us at all. And I was trying to think, in their position, Fiorentina, 
would they be biting at it thinking, right, we can't let this opportunity go? Or or will they be tired as well? well it's, it's, it's pressure really, isn't it? It depends. Yeah. It, because they could be looking at it thinking, we've got the two finals, we can't lose them both. Yeah. And th- that could cramp them up. Yeah. So uh, this is where actually the, the managers like Mourinho and Fergie would come into their element with the mind games. Yeah. Um, and, and putting it on them and, and trying to relax the, the players. Um, yeah. I don't I don't really get that from Moyes though, do we? Where, where do you sit with Moyes, Dan? It's a, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, how do you sort of, if if they were to win it, how do you win a trophy for the first time in over 40 years and say to a manager, thanks for that, but see you later. But then at the same time, we've not... At the same time, if you want to sort of take that step forward, you need to be a bit more ruthless and sort of confident in your decisions and go for it. You think think he's too cautious, At times. I think it's like like the the Suchik thing. There's times when... It's, it suits the game, and there's other times it doesn't. I think it's more just a case of we sort of can't really predominantly just a one trick pony, aren't we? We sort of, if you are the opposing team, you sort of know what you're going to get. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we are. Um, I think that's the biggest problem, isn't it? Is we can't, we sort of can't really mix it up if no, it's not can't. working. So, you're David Sullivan. Moyes has just put a trophy on the table and gone, there you go, Mr Chairman. What are you doing? I think for I think long term, I think you've got to start, I think he's got to be, probably going to have to be ruthless and say, cheers, David, see you later. But we need to find someone. And what do you do after that is, do we find someone that's going to be similar in terms of we can use the players that we've got or are we going to sort of arguably possibly go down with a bit of short to long term pain while we get someone in that, Needs to be a time to get the players they want, but to play hopefully better football and pull us up the table. Are you going to spend a deck of money? Oh, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't trust Sullivan to get the a decent prize either. Do you? Yeah, it's a too too bullety question. Isn't it? I mean, would, yeah. would, would I mean would it then be wise? Well, and this, the problem is we're second guessing David Sullivan here when actually we all know Harry really thinks and whatever in the to let Moyes see out his his contract and then um use that season to plan for the future without him yeah I think if you're going to let Moyes spend that that kind of dough we're going to get for rice and whatever else there may be I think you've got to either make the decision of you're going to stand by him or you're going to then have to find start lining up the next manager that's going to be able to work with the players he's got because you can't just let him spend, I don't know, 100, 150 million on his sorts of players and then go for a complete different type of manager and then we're sort of back where we started. Yeah, but I mean, and that's when it all boils down to whether, you know, there's been stories out that we're getting in a new director of football, that whether that would be the start of the change. And the, yeah, that's... Yeah, well, I suppose if you look at, like I say, if you look at the, he's almost certain Rice is going to go and that money coming in, you kind of think well, this is surely the ideal time to make that complete change all the way through. Mm. 
Yeah. It feels like the right time. You say you can have all that money to spend as well. You're going to give that to a new manager that's going to be given some time. It just feels like this is the moment where he's got a, well, Sullivan, I suppose, to a point he's going to f- fall on his sword or not. So you would pull the trigger then? I think so. I think I think long term, I think it's the right thing to do. Hmm. But who you who you go and get, I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's who always... would you want? Uh, For for years, I've long said that that the club needs to uh, change from top to bottom um, in in the way that they run. And the the model is more continental. So if we follow the continental model of of, um, teaching the kids a certain style of football and you make sure you play that way so the coaches can step up. Um, so I would be looking for a continental manager. What about you, Len? Yeah. Any names? Well, um, funny enough, the the, the one um, is is Edin Terzic. I think what is to go in at Dortmund the way he did, and to I mean they, I, I, it, it, it was so West Ham esque actually, to to have the chance to win the title. All they had to do was win their game. And they blew it. And they had an easy team to play, um, Mainz. Um, a team they should have dispatched at home. And they drew 2 all, And they only got their equaliser with the last kick of the game. And, you know, unluckily for them, with about four minutes ago, Bayern got a winner away at Cologne. But Terzic there, I think he showed to get Cologne, uh, Dortmund that close. And he's got West Ham connection as well. Yeah, wasn't he the one that was right under our nose with Billich? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. After all that. In fact, I couldn't name you another not with. I couldn't name you another manager now, other than the ones I've already managed at the Premier League level. I still think Hasselhuber had something to offer. Really. What do you think? I just think for us, you know. But what I would say is. I think we need a structure put in. I, I would go as far as say, although I don't know not a lot about foot, directors of football and that, um, I think we need someone at that level. And then under that level, we have sort of the coaches to do it, to sort of take to, to take the, the, the emphasis off the buying. That, that worries me. This is a critical time. If we do spend the Declan Rice money, that needs to be spent wisely, and I. You could. It's a type of buy. It, it, it's. I feel two ways about this, right? I'm not sure I trust Moyes to buy. The the right player, around the thirty million pound mark. Let's say it's three thirty million pound players, depending on now our. our the, the transfer goes, it could be a cash and player, so it could come to 240s or whatever. Around that £30 million mark, I, I worry at that price, because when you look at, you could have someone, let's say the £25 million mark, you could have someone like Boeing, who only costs £20 million, that works out really well, or someone like uh, Ben Rama, who, although he's a good player, uh, kind of doesn't work out well really for that kind of money I don't understand why 25 million doesn't get you the 
the the perfect article. And that's what I think you get with Ben Rama. You get a lot of good attributes, but a lot of attributes that just aren't there. You could say the same about Fournells too. I'm not just for the Ben Ramas that lovers out there. It's not just him. That type of player, you don't get it off of 25 million. I think that is now the 30 million pound mark, right? Especially when people know you've got money, that makes it 30 million pound mark. I'm not convinced. On one hand, I'm not convinced that Moyes has, but then I remember back to Lou McCarvey and no one liked, and no one liked his style of, part, style of football, who, in hindsight, some really good players. So, there's a hope there that he could sign the right players if he carries on. But there's a worry there that he won't. And I think that is what I'm also worried about is that he doesn't put the push the youth players through. So this is why I think there should be someone above him making the transfers mm. and looking at the youth system, just having a better overview of the players to come in be it expensive, cheap, youth, whatever. Just take it out of the manager's hands because I think I think there's a lot of pressure for Moyes because he does buy a certain type of player. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not adverse to to the Mark Noble. I'd like that. In theory, yeah. For me, though, he's 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 got to work his way up, and in a way, while. I think um, Moyes sort of—I'm not belittled him, but you know, it's like he said, he's doing his apprenticeship. Yeah, he but it's, but he's right. But he's right. When you say he's you, right, but he's asked a question and he gives you the answer. I think a lot of the time he's got to think of this. This is something else that he can be criticised at Moyes because yeah. he could come up with better answers to questions he's asked, and that does affect morale, yeah. etc. The choices he makes with picking teams that affects values. You know, player values and. I think he's, he's you know, you know I think yeah. his, his, his press conferences are terrible. For a man that's supposed to love Fergie and, and Mourinho, yeah. he's his top two. He, the one thing he never learnt was how to handle press no. conferences. Um, Seems defensive. Yeah. Noble, Dan. Yeah, well, I, I sort of agree with you, Nigel, really. I think you can't just walk out. He's obviously a. West Ham all, all through, but you can't just walk into the job. He's got to start somewhere and build himself up to it. Because he, how's he going to? He's kind of he's got no experience in the role, and this is obviously, like, as we've been saying, this is the, the real key time in terms of the money we're going to have to spend and a bit of an overhaul. We really need experienced people in there and yeah. someone he can probably sit alongside and learn from. Yeah, but I fun somewhat though. I do think you'd be a good judge of player because he's worked under so many managers there. I think that could help him. I think he'd be a good judge, but I don't know they won't give him the role of signing the players or whatever. But I think maybe they fucking will should. You know? He mm. can't... He might, being an ex-footballer and being a fan of a club around you and now things haven't worked out, I think he'd be in a good position to be thrown about to, you know... Have responsibility because I just think you know he's going to try and do the right thing. There's no, there'll be no agenda for him to sort of. He can't go out to try and prove himself at a role because he, 
people don't expect anything from him and quite rightly because he's never done it. So it could kind of work both ways. I don't know. He's, maybe I suppose there is always a minimum at some point you do have to take a bit of a gamble somewhere. You do, yeah. Yeah. The only the biggest gamble you could take is not taking the gamble at all. Well exactly. So I think I think the ideal is get someone in, someone you can look like sit alongside and over time gradually hand it over. Yeah, I think, so. I, think uh, I think the one that uh, it, it intrigues me. I think is that Paul Smith, is it? The what, the Monaco one? I don't know. It's... Mitchell. Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. That's it. I think he's he, English. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's when you look at his background and he's been around the clubs. He's sort of done his apprenticeship as, as such. Um, I wonder if these these directors of football. I wonder if they're ambitious. I wonder if they want to move up clubs. I don't know nothing about the role. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't really understand it. In, I think Moyes. I would have said that this was something that Moyes should have sort of been thinking about doing. I don't know. He might not want to do it. But I would have thought someone of that stature would would have been a good one. But obviously, I don't understand the role because I, I think years ago, managed you know Greenwood. Um, yeah. You know Greenwood had the foresight to step back and allow Lyle step forward while, you know, people may not realise, you know, the Greenwood was there for three years as 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 club manager, as the manager of West Ham United while while Lyle was the first team manager. So, um and Greenwood had his hands on a lot of the players that was that was signed. Um allowing Lyle to coach them. And I think managers don't want to let go now, do they? No. Of the, of the power? No. No. It's more of an old-fashioned role now, isn't it? That as well, to be the manager and have control of everything. Yeah. This doesn't happen anymore, does it? But Moyes no. is an old... In a way, I get it, where he's he's, um, he's, he's got... He's, he's not a modern-day manager. I mean, he's roughly the same, mate. You might be younger than Mourinho. I think Mourinho, with his continent, has got a different outlook. Um, and and the and the way that he he, he does it. Though I do I, the funny thing about it, I, I I do think though if you're going to sack him, you know, if the manager is going to get sacked, then I can see why they say I want to buy the players I want because if I'm going to be sacked, I want it for my players, not for the players that someone's put on me. Um, mm. <sighs> right. Do you, even, do you even think he's thinking? Sullivan's thinking. If I'm going to pull the plug, who who's around? Who do we want? Do you know what I mean? I, I can't imagine. I can imagine he's more. He'll he'll do it and then go right. What do we do now? Like, there's no. There's never any sort of planning, is it? It feels. Like, it always feels like everything's reactive. Sullivan's thinking will be. I've had a look. There's no one. Yeah, wouldn't looked hard. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we've got evidence of that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what would be would be on it. We have to sort yeah. of just, you know, we might feel different next week. I mean, we've, we've I mean, realistically, Dan, Noble for you um, is almost, is, is he like Billy Bonds esque to us? Is, is he like the ultimate West Ham player for you? Well, I suppose for my generation, he will be because obviously he's all, he's all we'd ever know. Obviously, when at first, at first, the game of the season and he's nowhere to be seen it was quite a quite a strange one really wasn't it because 
obviously, again, like you say about Billy Bond, it's, he's all you've ever known. He was always Mr West Ham. He was always in the team. And you think how many managers he survived over that period as well. Mm. And to do it all, obviously, to stay with one club as well, nowadays, is almost... Well, it's, it's rare, but it's almost like you don't see anyone else do, doing that. Did you, did you... Was you one of these... Noble, I could say it's really terrible now. Fan boys. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. I think I do think in general he was probably did get a lot of probably unfair stick. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't class myself as a fanboy. That's for sure. Who is your favourite player then? What, what I've seen or now? Well, who's your favourite player now? And historically, who's been your favourite? Uh, I think historically, I think I've always sort of liked liked a player that's sort of gets you on the edge of your seat so like a like a Berkovic a Ben Ayew you know someone who can do something when they're on the ball yeah. rather than it's all sort of safe all sort of safe and yeah. sideways and yeah. someone that's going to try and have a go at people yeah and no one in the team like that now are we no, not, <laughs> on Benny's nearly there but yeah yeah, yeah Ben was a bit of the nearly, nearly man isn't he this is it I, I think if you've got no final ball uh, it kind of takes away everything you've done. You know, it does. It's just literally decision making. Yeah. The amount of times you've been, he'll pick the wrong pass or he'll shoot when there's a better pass on. Or, but then that's the difference between, I suppose, a twenty million pound player and a thirty, forty million, 50 million pound player. Well, yeah. You yeah I think player, you can name your price when you've got a player like that. If he's got, if he hasn't like that, then you've got someone. <sighs> I don't know how to say it, but it's a. a they're not saying wasting money, but I can't think of any other polite way to say it. Because it is, and it's not his fault because he doesn't put the um he doesn't put the price in his head. I don't think Moyes will start him on Tuesday. No. I, I don't think, think he'll he go either. with four nails now. Yeah, I think he'll be slightly more cautious. Yeah, I think he'll four be nails on that side. might be an impact sub and I don't think he'll let him play. No, I agree. Yeah, I think no. that's exactly what it'll do. He's out of form at the minute. He is out of form at the minute. No, but yeah, you'd want him on the pitch for penalties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he'll come on. No, he'll come on. I mean, if we, if you know, I mean, there's he, a place for him. No, what I'm yeah, you think Moyes? You know? He's he's lucky to get sixty minutes when he plays yeah. for Moyes. So he ain't going to get hundred and twenty, is he? No. So I'd rather he came on halfway through the second half. Yeah. And finish the game. I've got this funny feeling that Suchet's going to score. Well, I think, yeah, I didn't realise that that's, that's his old stadium, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so we hope, I hope so. Um, Dan, obviously, you, you turn up in 2006. Um, nine years later, we have to leave. You're, you 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 would have been quite young when the move is mooted. Where did you sit on that fence? And um, you, you could talk us through, I suppose, how you feel now in regards to move. Yeah, I think I think I'll openly admit when when it um, first came out, and you sort of look at it and like say what we was what we was sold in terms of how it was going to look and stuff like that, and you thought, well, if we're going to kick on, then this is probably the right decision to make and obviously when the time come obviously you sort of actually 
you sort of, you sort of rethinking your choice when the when the day comes and think, oh, I don't think I want to leave. I don't want to leave here. And obviously, when we get there, and it's just, it's just not what we, not was what it said in the tin, was it? There was nothing, no. nothing about it was, was what we were sold. I mean, I didn't understand the, the biggest thing that I frustrated me was the, the migration of the seat. So I, I, I sort of took it as. Were you going to stay with the fans you were? So, say the bottom or lower was say it was 10 rows higher and 20 seats wider. I expected everyone, assuming they wanted to stay where they were, would sort of be plonked from the middle across. And then, obviously, whatever extra seating in there, they'll fill that with what they called the founders or people that wanted to move seats. But the core would stay around the people it was with. And it's just, I mean, I had a conversation with my dad. I think, I don't know if it was the Newcastle game, walking walking back. And so I've been saying for ages, I just, I can't, you go because it's your team and nothing's going to stop you going, but you don't get excited about going to the ground. And the only no. the only thing we, well, we come up with that was actually better than going to Upton Park was the walk to the station rather than going around to East Ham up the high street like you used to. It's a, it's a nicer walk. That was the only thing we could come up with that we actually thought was better. I'm not sure. Says it all, really. Yeah, I've done. Yeah. And that's the walk to West Ham to like, down the Greenway. Yeah. Not through the stop and go signs. All oh, right. So so you walked to West Ham Station along the Greenway? Yeah. And that was the only thing we could come up with we actually thought was better than what so, we had. So walking along the Surbank, as we like to call it, is better than walking along the Barking Road. I can, I can sort of understand. Yeah. When you get, when you get, yeah, when you walk up to East Ham and I'm like, I'm along that high street. Yeah. It's just, it's just, a, it's a, that was the only positive we could come up with about the whole place. There's just nothing there that you go, oh, that's, I like, I like that, or that's better for me. In, for me, there's nothing there that I can say, oh, I, I, about the experience that I like. But as you always say, it's your, it's your team, it's your drug. You're never going to stop going, and you're not going to let anything stop you going. But it does when like, when the times are hard, there are times when you think, oh, have I really got to go up there? Just because it's like they say, the, the the experience from the moment you arrive there, and then you've got to get in the queues for the searches, and then you've got to go in the turnstiles half the time they don't work. Hmm. <laughs> do you still go? Does you? I mean, what, do you go with your dad? Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a few of us scattered around, but it's me and my dad got season tickets in the bottom or lower still. You're, so these people you, the top, you, you? you going with tomorrow? Do you go to football with them as well? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah so they're they're in the same stand. They just they're just further down the left hand side. I think they're like the the last cause the first ten where they're slightly cheaper, aren't they? So I think they're in like that tenth row. Yeah. Down the front of the Yeah. So yeah, there's seven of us going out there but I mean what, what do you I mean I know you don't like it Lindy because you've given it out or, or have you given it out well going one more. every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a US based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Were you? 
I've um, I'll tell you what's happened. I, I've um, <laughs> yeah, it's an exclusive. Well, you're gonna just, wait and see if we win it, and then you're gonna renew it. No, no, I, I've renewed. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm the first one of us to renew, based on the fact that I'm just having a complete reset. I'm just doing a, a completely new experience. I went with Nigel into his seat a few weeks back, uh, and firstly, it was a kind of a shock to, that I could see like where I used to live from the stand which was like mind-blowing that and i was thinking so if i was a kid i was an eight-year-old i would have loved that the west Ham was like down the end of my road virtually uh so i'm just trying a completely new experience and uh, up in there with the cheap seats with no issue seats i actually enjoyed it i will give them credit for that i really i thought it was a better experience and i thought like Listen, let me tell you what I've got against my the experience I've got the, or last season or what happened to this point. I just think it they'd sold it. It was completely gone. I couldn't get a life for like experience. Wasn't enjoying it. Uh, if you're not getting a like, life for like experience, you're not going to like it more than Upton Park because that's the only experience you've known. It was a good experience. Um... But I'm just I'm going for an all-round reset. I accept it's a different club now, so I'm going to come in from a different direction. So I'm going to come in from Hackney, from where we used to used to live as a kid, um, for a short moment time. Um, try that because look, I can't. I could give up going to football. I actually could give it up because I think. It's a TV sport as well. But I, like, I can't give up going out with my mates. And the older you get, the the, the, the less chance you, you have of doing it. I mean, I went out and played golf with my mates now. You played a £150 course. that It wasn't worth £150, but fucking hell. I want to go out with my mates. You know, it's <laughs> these are the, the things you, you do at times to sort of keep in touch with people. Um, and likewise... We go out to West Ham. That I just got to try something new, because it is something new. And by Wednesday, if we win the cup, it's going to be new again. If we win the cup, I will be some kind of has been fan, because it will be a new brigade that will come in like yourself that would have seen, and younger than you, by the way, and Dolly Birds. Um, that would see in a new West Ham, and they will have tangible proof of it, tangible evidence that the club has changed. They've won a new competition. They all went out there and they loved it. They'll have a lot of these people, not only have not gone to Upton Park, but will enjoy going to London Stadium because they're going there and seeing their team, be it a, a, a new club. You know, not everyone thinks the same way as, as me, and that's okay. I drastically miss what I used to have, and not just footballing wise, just general East End as well. But, you know, I, I'm going to give it a chance, this new, new way of doing it. Uh, I ain't got a lot to lose, um, so I'm going to give it a go and see how it is. That, that's all there is. If I don't like that, which I can't see because I like spending time with Nigel. We know it's, it's good to go down and watch the football with him. 
if I don't, you know, if I don't enjoy it, then the only thing to, to do is stop going. But I must say it, that if you are going through Stratford to the Billy Bonds side and watching the game and you did go up to Pole, I mean, you've been sold down the river. Uh, it's a bad experience, but there's, there's no point keeping on moaning, is there? Even me. Oh, no. Even me. We've got what we've got, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay, it goes. doesn't stop me going, but it doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm going to like it. Not going to be happy, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing gives you that right, Dan. But going, I mean, Nothing. going back to the, the competition, I mean, I had someone at work the other day, and he was trying to... Arsenal fan, and he was belittling the comp- belittling the competition and stuff like that. But my argument was, well, this competition was designed for clubs of our kind clubs of level. Clubs like us, right? yeah. And unless we get one of the richest men on the planet take us over, we're never. Well, it still might see... not be enough because everyone else has got one of them as well. Well, yeah. So we're, we're it's almost unless a Leicester happens, we're not going to see Champions League. So my argument was, all well, for us, we win this and go into the Europa League. That is like our Champions League. Yeah, that's as high as we we realistically are going to go. Well, we're a club whose fan base wants to one, the fan base wants to go to the football, and go and see the game, and two, wants us to win a trophy, be it any trophy. What do I, now, I mean, I want I want to see us win something. I don't want yeah. to sit sit back in thirty years time and go. Oh, I, I watched West Ham twenty four consecutive seasons in the Premier League and we're finishing between eighth and fifteenth. I mean, who cares yeah. about that? No one, but look, when we won this or. That is most of the football teams, isn't it? When you think about it. The good thing about it now is throughout the leagues, if you move to the championship downwards, the, the the playoffs give you hope, and that's a good thing if you're a football fan. I mean, when you see your team win a cup, you're not too involved of going to the playoffs because you see it as a, some kind of form of failure. But you could see this Wednesday as a playoff final to get into... A new European league, the, the the Europa League, obviously not a brand new league, but you know it's it's a, a a league that we should aspire to, and not take it in the same way as Tottenham, who thought it was a nuisance to play Thursday Sunday. Although although we can kind of get what they mean now, we experience that and know that it's not ideal. We are a team that wants to move in that in the league, both historically and in modern times in modern football times because we want to win it we don't I mean, would you, you say now if you look at the sort of caliber of team that's in this is this probably although we got more games as you say this is arguably easier to win than say the fa cup i well the funny thing about it is no i don't think it i think it yes i think it is easier to win and i would also say that about the europa league it was easier to win now we've got to the final of this cup. I don't feel it's any easier to win than when we was at the semi-final stage of the Europa League. I thought we could have won that, the Europa League last year. And it really hurts because... In the later stages of that this year, you look back at that and think that really was an opportunity. That was even that more really an opportunity was, yeah. than it was. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I think Frankfurt... We we weren't too far behind Frankfurt there, so um, and it was weird because last season I think I worked out that we'd beat um, six teams that played in last year's Champions League, um, including the Premier. So if you looked at that, we'd beat 
Man United last season. Did we beat Man United last season? I don't think we did. We beat Chelsea. We beat Liverpool um, last season. Um, the Croatian team we beat. Um, Adjuk split, was it? No, it wasn't Adjuk split, was it? Who did we beat? Zagreb. Zagreb. Dinamo Zagreb. They'd played Champions League. Um, I think Austria, uh, Vienna, had played uh, Champions League football as well. In fact, Vienna played Champions League football, Europa League football, and Europa Conference League football last season. Um, so, I, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm countering that saying they were in the qualifying rounds of it, but they were still in the Champions League tournament. So, if we could beat those teams last season, then there was nothing realistically there this season for us to be um, to why we couldn't get to the final and win it. I think this is the easiest cup. If you look at we were entered into four competitions, this League Cup, FA Cup, and the, the, the Premier League, this is the easiest one for West Ham to win. And the reason I say that is because we ain't got to face Man City, Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. Liverpool, Tottenham, you know, Newcastle. We ain't got to play them in this league. No. So it's naturally, definitely, it's definitely the easiest one. It makes it easier. We now, should kind of. I don't mean it's make... easy to win. There's a difference between what oh, is no, the easiest easy. to win and what is easy to win. It ain't easy to win. No, it's, it's different. No, it's the easier one to win, yes. definitely. Yeah. Um. Oh, I mean, in regards, does your does your granddad still go, or is he? No, he's in his nineties now, so oh, he, he? Oh, he'll, he'll watch it. He'll yeah, like if we, if one of us is around, we'll, sometimes we'll go over and watch it with him, or we'll bring him over. But yeah, so like I say, that's, that was a, that was why it was not f funny for them in the semi-final second leg because I'm sitting there, really, getting stressed and anxious over. You know, obviously, the later it went on, didn't it? You just thought. The West Ham that we all know over, or I've only ever known, he's going to crumble here. You just knew it was, mm. it's kind of ending disaster. And after the sort of saying, like for them, they've 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 experienced it. They've seen it. All right, it was forty odd years ago, but they've seen us do something. Where for us, as I say, I was looking at you know this could be. You look, we've had what two finals in forty odd years. I mean, if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, there may well be one more in my lifetime. If you go, if you sort of look at it like that, so this is why this is so important, not only just for the club, but like for me to actually experience just winning something. This could be it. This could be that. That could be that one opportunity to see it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would like to think that that, that by winning it, that the players um, then go on and think, right, this is it. We can do. We could get something else. You know, we could go win the league cup. It's difficult um, with the, when you look at the likes of... If you look back who's won the FA Cup and who's won the League Cup in the last 10 years, um, it's, there's not many teams from outside the, 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 the predominant six now that have done it. Now, this is where you need that winner's mentality through the club. And then, obviously, winning, winning breeds that mentality. So if you can, like I say, if you can pick, if you can pick this up... There's no reason why we don't go into next year. And those players that are still there going, well, we've done it. We've done it once. We can do it again. Uh, and on art, you got you got to say you got to say a yes or no. Do you think we will do it? 
No. And I don't. Th I think it'll be at least extra time as well. I think we're going to go go the distance. I don't think we're going to we're going to probably suffer and suffer the, like the agony of the extra time and or penalties as well. I think. Nigel, what do you think? Yes or no? No, I don't. I, I, do you know I, I, the thing? It's, it's a weird thing. Moyes has lost the quarter final, and then he's lost the semi final. And now he's got to a final. And I think, well, actually, does that mean he's got to lose the final? Before mm. <laughs> yeah. Like in Europe. It's a full ass, I'm afraid. Yes. I, I just think we lost too many games this season. We've lost too many games for me to think that we can turn up against a team like Fiorentina and win. Even on a level playing field. I just don't feel it. We could be wrong. Wouldn't it be a great way more, to be wrong? Do you think maybe we'll, maybe a more positive manager we could you would think differently? Uh, maybe. Or maybe the, you might have the tactic. It might be playing their hands that we play the same way that we don't like that might work. But it just comes down to the sheer number of results that we got and we've lost too many games. For me to feel positive about a team that's lost 21 games this season, you cannot put a team at the same level as you. And we lost 21 games against teams in our league. Mm. Just can't, I can't be positive about that. I hope I'm wrong. God blimey, I hope I'm wrong. And all it is, it's a game of potluck. And it's a chance we'll happily take. Be it extra time or penalties if necessary. And hope we are wrong. But the fact of the matter is I can't be positive about a team that's lost so many games this season. But I, I, I will... I'm doing this just to counter that, just so it's not these days that um, we've only lost to English teams. Yeah, season. that's true. Johnny <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Foreigner ain't beat us. No, that's any true. positive I can find between now and then. So, so when you look at it, you know, and there's a bit of me that thinks, well, perhaps I don't know. You know, it's I, I think Andelet weren't uh, you know weren't that bad a side I thought there was some great results there um and the two wins to win I don't know you know it's just I think even the game we drew were we not winning two nil and um it was away wasn't it when it again that we drew two all with I thought we was winning two nil and they, they they pegged it back the two all but I don't know maybe my mind's playing tricks on me but I've just thought well you know, there, there is that the, the fact that we've not lost at all in Europe when there's been a few games where we've probably been West Ham fans for. I can't see us getting anything out of here. You know, I just can't bring myself to be positive and to believe in it's going to happen. I've got to play it down. I can't. I just yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, Can't yeah. give yourself that. I just can't give myself that hope. No. I mean, no. I mean, I mean, another mad thing is we've just watched Sevilla, roughly the same Sevilla that we beat, win the UEFA Cup. Yeah. When, 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 if you look at the semi-finals or even the quarter-finals, um, a lot of the teams in there would come from the from the Champions League: Juve, Man United, um, I think Arsenal. You know, and and you look at it and you think oh, there was a great thing that was stat about Sevilla is that only. I think only once in the past six or seven years have they failed to get to the quarterfinals. 
and that was the year that they met us. So if you look, and then once we beat Severe last season, we had Leon, and we actually went away and won the game in Leon rather than um, at least at Upton Park, then, rather than at Stratford. So the, the the mad thing about it is that everything about Europe, we're all sitting here going, I can't see us doing it, it's Fiorentina. And I think that's the West Ham in us. Yeah. I think that is, is the West Ham in us because I think, it, it, the, uh, you know, all the, um, all, all the, um, you know, the the, part, the, the, the non-West Ham fans that I know that I talk to, um, that, that know a bit about it, that go and watch football, um, think I'm off my head that I can't see us doing it. We shall see on Wednesday night. Right, um, Dan, let's, we'll, 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 we'll finish up. Um, I don't think you are. Did, did you answer who, who's your all-time favourite player? Oh, I don't think I did. I think I'd find it hard to pick a pick a single player out. I know it's a bit of a cop-out answer, but I'm I'm really struggling to think of... I mean, could you pick a why? team off the top of your head? If, you, if you're saying, right, all the players you've seen play, um, play for West Ham, 2006. Who, who's, well, um, who's your goalkeeper? Blimey. I suppose in goal, you probably, that's a difficult one because you've got, really, I suppose it's, unless I'm missing someone, it's got to be out of Rob Green and probably Fabianski, hasn't it? I, I'm trying to think if I've missed anyone. No, to, I yes, well, no, and wasn't, yeah. wasn't, I didn't think it was that all that. Son of Sam. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're, yes, you're automatically going to throw that one out, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, take, yeah, I, Rob, I think you go Rob Green. I think you got to go Rob Green. I Rob think. Green, there you go. I'd, I'd, okay, it's your team. Rob Green's in goal. So who are you having at the back? At the back. Yeah, you put me on the spot now. All of a sudden, I can't. I can't remember any so players. You could, yeah. See, you got the likes of um, when you started going. It would have been Anton. I think you've got to have Collins in there. James Collins, yeah. Collins. So we'll have Collins. Um, you got the likes of Upson, Lucas Neal. Um, trying to think going oh, forward. Fucking don't say. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying it? to think that. I'm trying to think that far back, and then trying to work my way. Trying to think through. I mean, things are looking better now, and some of these, you know, I think Ogbonna's a better. Oh, seven and a half, and all of them you've mentioned. Yeah, yeah I think I think his longevity for us as well. He was he wasn't even that expensive, was he? I don't think when we we brought him. He was one of. Well, he came out of Juve's reserves, didn't he? Yeah, that was under Billich, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. Two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, the longest serving yeah, is Criswell, so he's two thousand and fourteen. Criswell joined us. He yeah, was... that was that was Allardyce, wasn't it? I yeah. think Criswell. Yeah. Are you gonna let him take the credit for that one, or? Um, I think we, I think Allardyce bought him, but we made him better, didn't we? Really, Billings. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, we go, we go. We have Collins and Bonner at the back. I think. I think, I think you do. You've, so you've sold me on that one. You going for Criswell left back? Well, it's gonna have to be really. You put you on the spot, and you've had no decent. <laughs> you've had no decent well, left yeah. backs. Well, you're not gonna go Paul Kincheski, are you? 
Well, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, I we've done this the other day, didn't we? We couldn't yeah. think of left backs. I, I think you had. I think he predominantly played in the wing, but you had like, Matty Taylor fielding on there, didn't he? Under Alan Dice, I think at left back, and he wasn't. I think I, say, I think you have to go Cresswell there. I think yeah. we've, we've never been. As long as I can remember, we've never been blessed with great fullbacks, have we? Oh, we we saw um, some good years. Yeah. Julian Dix is a good years. fullback. Yeah. In in my sort of if you look at no, the last not sort of, in yours. my season ticket time, like the last sort of fifteen to twenty, we've not been blessed ever. It's it's always been a position where we've always filled it with a cheap option or a freebie somewhere. We ain't took really... it seriously, have we? Actually no, that's the more important and... position that it's led we're led to believe. We've had our best players at full backs in the past. Yeah, we've never we've never really gone out and gone right. Just stick their money down and pick a fullback out. They've always, like I said, they've always been cheap buyers or loans or just sort of they've always just been sort of short term. Mm. Even at right back, you sort of apart from. Um, we don't even know who's going to be the right back on fucking Wednesday. Who would you have in there? <sighs> Coke I don't I think, I think you have to be Kufel so. being it's in Prague. It's yeah. a freaking, you couldn't make me a manager, could you? Just because <laughs> of where it is. Oh, I'll play him. Like, he knows the way. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like an own game for him, wouldn't it? You'd it think. would. I mean, the magic happened, can't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think. And I think he needs it at times, let's be honest. Yeah. He's, he's been, since he had that, was it his heel injury or was it when he's come, since he's come back, he has been. Be sort yeah. of a bit more towards what we got when we he first came in. My expectations are never that high of him. No, that's probably for the price tag, right? Yeah. Who are you putting in the middle? Middle of midfield. Middle of midfield. See, you, you look at. You got the likes of Rio Coca. I mean, um, you look at when you had Alex Song in there, didn't we? Briefly, Alex but that Song. Was only a, yeah, he, he was, was good. He was brilliant for us, but then he, as he sort of... I'm realising, Dan, talking to you now, that I don't think that you can afford to look back as, as far as people like me and Nigel. You're going back and your your players are getting worse. Well, that's what I mean. You're sort of looking, but you're really struggling to pick yeah. out... Pick and out, you, we like, got a cup final. We got a cup final Wednesday... And I'd say at least four or five of them are contenders for your best in position ever. Oh, that's, well, that's what I mean. I'm trying to not go. Would you go Noble? Too Cameron, but Would you put Noble in your all time? I think you've got to put him in there. I think I think you've got to put him in there for his also his obviously his captain abilities as well. Yeah. And so, I think you need someone so, in there. So next to Noble, um, I think there's only one man myself. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Well, yeah, I mean, it goes without saying that you've got to put Rice has got to go in there. It depends if you're going to go with a, you're going with a three or you're going with a four or four two. Like, where are you going? Well, I'd just get it over with, Dan, if I were you. It's not, I mean, it's not. God, it's a tough question to ask. So, you've right, you've seen you, some shit, yeah. haven't you? you? Well, that's, that's what I mean. You look, you look back and think there's really not been much. No. <laughs> like um, you say, for you to reel off a team, it's easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where'd you, yeah. Where'd you put, put Payet? Where'd you put him? I suppose you've got to, you've got to put him on that sort of left hand side, haven't you? And let him just do what do what he does and do what he was what he was good at for us when it was he was kind of just he was kind of everywhere, wasn't he? Really? I mean, with the ball, 
the, the I, I would have thought he would have been your Decanio with the ball. It, i.e. that the Decanio for me he, he's not my all time greatest hammer. Um he is a god though and he is the he is the player for me that that I call him the most skillful player I've ever seen play in a West Ham shirt. Because he did things with the ball that I don't think only pay it's come close to. I always remember that Decanio goal. Was it the home to Arsenal when he sort of flicked it over Keo? Yes. And then yeah, put it in the top corner. Yeah. And it just makes it look so effortless. Yeah. Yeah. Or obviously the famous one of all when it was the Wimbledon goal as well. Yeah, the Wimbledon. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think one of his passes he did, I, I don't know if there's a film of it, funny enough, is, is that he, he, he used to love playing the ball down the line so he'd have Sinclair run behind him. And, and he did this sort of reverse sweep round the back of his standing leg and flicked the ball down the line. And he's got a defender shadowing him, trying to stop him. And as Sinclair goes past him, he just literally pulls the ball back and he's on the touch line and scoops it round his standing leg and flicks it down the line for Sinclair to run onto and cross the ball into the box. And it was just like, wow. It's just effortless, isn't it? Yeah. They're just on a completely different wavelength to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like you see, you see it sometimes with players where they play a ball and you sort of think no one's no one's read it, no one's read that pass because they're just not, they're just not on that wavelength yeah. at all. They're just too good for where they are. So yeah, I, mean, I mean, you're struggling. Oh, this is mad, isn't it? Okay. So who are you, put, I mean? you, look at who strikers, you putting on the right? So on strike, yeah. Go, let's go on. I mean, strike. I mean, strikers. I mean, like, where, where do you where do you go? I mean, you can reel off a list of. So you turn up, Dean Ashton gets you? injured. Um, that, that was the one, wasn't it? That that would have been surely would yeah. have, he would have been the one. Craig go, Bellamy. Had, um, yeah, I mean, you've had, brief... you've had the likes of Harewood, Colton Cole. Who else have we had? We've had Andy Carroll. Yeah. It's just. Well, I mean, Bobby's under Golden Sullivan, we've got fifty-two more, yeah. to choose from, and if if you put one of them in, I'd. I don't know. Uh, on out of it, Antonio. Would you put Antonio wide right? I think. I think. I think when you when you think when he was young, the amount of goals he used to get coming in on that right hand side, yeah, coming in on that back post, he was so good at that, wasn't he? Yeah, I think people forget. I think I don't know if it was Billich played him up front when we first moved into the stadium. I don't know if it was Billich or I think it was Billich played him up front for a while and he didn't score. And he put him back wide right, and he and he scored in his first game back wide right. And and you're thinking, well, he scored all his goal wide right. That's where he needs to be. So I think he scored. Didn't he score the goal in the first game there, the Bournemouth yeah, game? Bournemouth. Didn't we won one nil, didn't we? Back post, yeah. 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 I mean, that's another one. You look at that sort of time, like the rubbish we had, like Gokantore and yeah, um, Zaza, and you think, there's oh, like, really not much to pick from. But you're looking at, you're thinking about what you, you've got realistically. You're thinking there's got to be a better option. But you're looking, you think there just isn't, is there? There's just nothing. No. You're really, you're really sort of struggling for. No, you you've got to get. I think yeah. you've got to get. I know you've got Piat in there. But I think you've got. To, I think you've got to get Ben Ayun in there. I think. Right, so I'll tell you what you could do. You could you play pie up front? No, no, I don't think you could, could you? No. Right. I think, I think probably, so you're playing a five-man midfield, so you've got Noble in the middle with Rice. You're like Moyes, my God. You've got Noble Rubbed Rice. off on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you imagine Moyes? You're playing you? Antonio yeah. up front. Yeah, so you, well, you no, imagine? he's put Antonio wide right. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what, well, not if you put, like, if you put him down the middle, you put Ben Ayun on the other side. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you got Ben Ayoun, yeah. I mean, can you imagine David Moyes having the likes of Ben Ayoun and Payet? Determined uh, to they haven't played in central midfield, holding midfield. Thankfully, we'll never see that. Yeah. <laughs> imagine having Brooklyn and Devonshire. Fucking hell! Makes me realise what I've what I've seen to what you and guys. This is have why seen. we wanted to talk to someone that's not. Yeah, in, 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 we've actually learned is, a lot. It's because now we've learned how, just, how bad you've had it. This, this is where I get so. You have seen off the top of my head. Um, you've seen ten managers off the top of my head. So you turn up with Redknapp as manager briefly, um, and then you go. You sort of you, you, then you start going with Pardew. So your first games as a little kid of Redknapp, and you really start going with Pardew. You got Curbs, you got Zola, you got Avram. You've got Sam, you've got Moyes, you've got Billich, you've got Pellegrini. Um, you got to pick a manager, Dan. How far back can I go on a manager? Are we going, are we going Pardew or can I go further back? If you go further back, you've got to explain why. I think, I think I'd have to go further back and I think you'd have to be Redknapp, I think. Okay. I think the football, yeah. we used to, from a kid, the amount of times we'd have a it's not only we used to all right, we wasn't always getting the results, but yeah. we were good to watch. I mean, I, I lost count amount of times I remember as a kid you see but we played the likes of Tottenham or Chelsea and it'd be like a four three or a three yeah. two. Like, there'd be a lot of as you say, goals are fun, right? Yeah. And did we were we were good to watch. From what I from what I can remember, that was some of the best football we we played, probably. Yeah, I'd i Listen, I love the Redknapp era. I think it's probably my most second favourite era of watching West Ham. I think without Redknapp, I don't. I think any other manager don't get the Canio. I mean, another way to look at it now is you look at so the era you your of your team. How many of the, from say Pardew onwards? How many of those would you put in yours? Probably Bar Rice, if Rice at all. Um, probably. One. Well, Fabianski will sit on the bench. Oh, we got, oh you're going to go. Not uh, on the bench, you're, you're 11. My 11? <laughs> I, I look, I, um, obviously Parks is, is in goal for me. Um, you know, Ray Stewart, Julian Dix. Um, uh, From I, that Pardew era onwards, can you get any of those Pardew in there? Pardew era onwards. Can you get any of those in? Um, blimey! I, I mean, funny enough, I did uh, the Canio. Well, no, he's not part of you here, is he? Neither's Benny Yoon. Uh, or Benny Yoon? No, because uh, in front of Benny Yoon would be Berkovich. To be fair, yeah. Um, I thought Berkovich was the better out of the two. It's both special. Um, Very similar. Part you here, or could anyone make it? Unfortunately, Ashton didn't have long enough. No. Um, no. <laughs> well, well, that's what I mean. Do you think what, think what it's like for me? Yeah. <laughs> you can't get any of those in, and I'm trying to pick the best out of. Yeah. Out of that. Yeah. No. You're right. No. No one. But then again, sometimes I think that you you fall in love with football as a kid. And and when you fall in love with football as a kid, you've got no real understanding of 
losing or relegation, or what no. it really means. I'm, you know, we got relegated. I've said it before. We got relegated. Well, me and Lynn, nineteen seventy-eight. I bet you know. I, I could say I didn't understand what he meant. No, me neither. I didn't. You know, we we, we got beat by Liverpool two nil. Two three months later, <coughs> so that was the April. Three months later, we're beating Notts County five two. I didn't know Notts County who they were. I didn't know they were a, a lower league team. I was just happy that we'd beat them five two. You know, and I just I didn't understand it, and I think that's the in a way that's the best way to um, to remember football, and that's why we always hark back to when we were kids when we're picking out our best players. Yes, yeah. there's so much financial jeopardy now as well. That's what makes it sort of more frustrating. You think the the slim chance we've got of doing anything in these cups, but then you have a bad bad start to the season, bad first half of the season, you almost sort of give it away because there's so much jeopardy on staying in the league that comes kind of becomes all costs no matter forget anything else start getting results in the league and then you see another year's gone by and another year's gone by where we've not you've yeah not it's, it's funny it's CSR you say you're 35 and then I think blimey so you are a child of the Premier League era you've only ever known yeah the Premier League and obviously as it goes on it's getting worse isn't it as well there's just that yeah those 14, 13 teams, it's the start of the season, it's just stay in the league. There's no sort of... Yeah, that's the first point of reference for... Yeah, it's a good season, it's stay in the league. Where for, for fans, it's like, well, we, obviously you'd like to stay in the league, but you want to, surely, you want to, surely you want to see someone at some point put that trophy on the table. See, now you've opened another door for another question, Dan, just when I think we were wrapping up. We're, I hear the word I hear a lot, especially by a lot of other fans, is the word progression. Do, 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 you, do you need to see progression? Do you want to, well, it's like, do you want to see progression? And what is progression? Well, I suppose it depends how you define it. Progression to most, well, to most, would be going up the, the league, but realistically, how far are we going to go under where we are, because like, as we said earlier, you could have a multi-billionaire come in, but then that's just another one to the list. There's no, there's no. It's not like how it was before. You get someone like that come in, you knew you was going to be competing. But I think now it's for us. Like we've always had, we'd have a good season, then we might have a like this season, not so good season in terms of the league, and then West Ham have always sort of surprised every now and again. But I think if I'm using the word progression as it is, I want us to see us playing more positive football. I want, I want to go and enjoy what I'm watching a bit more than what I am at the moment. Mm. That's from, at the moment, for me, that is progression. Right. Obviously, winning this, winning this trophy would be, would be, but predominantly, if you, the bread and butter of it for me is I want, to, I want to see us playing more positive football and good to watch. Yeah. But, no, I'll get, and, and that, that, that is I, I fully understand the people. Obviously, look, I'm, I'm not really been one of getting rid of boys. Um, I'm not a fan of sacking managers during the seasons, that's for sure, apart from Allardyce. Um, but uh, I, it's hard because I, I do buy into the, the, the fans that, that um, find it a chore going over there and watching that football. 
because one of the things I thought with Allardyce was all we were known, all we really were known for was playing good football because we didn't win things. And now we're not even playing good football. And I can see that with Moyes in the league. Well, I think the attendances show that as well, don't they? Because I know they always say it's a sellout, but you look around the ground, oh, there's always yeah. there's always plenty of empties everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And that's got to play a part. So, I mean, like, we'll finish up. So, sixth and seventh finish for Moyes and then a drop back. But for you, the progression, realistically, is is the way we play rather than you, you're not too bothered about the sixth and seventh finishes. No, we're, we're never realistically going to stay there, are we? If you think, look at things are now, we're going to... You have a good season like we did, you might you might sneak in there, but realistically for us, at the moment, I think we just need to see what well, I want to see, a better better style of football, more positive football. I want to see us have a go at teams like we used to, rather than just sort of sitting off, sitting off, and then last half hour, 20 minutes, we sort of have to try and have a go. Yeah, but we need someone. But if you look at like you look at the youth team, they won that that crop of players we've got in there. There's got to be one or two in there that we can bring through and at least sort of become squad players for us. But again, like you say, Moyes isn't one historically to do that. So if you're going to change, you need someone that's going to nurture these kids, someone that's going to give them if they're good enough, give them that that chance to. Minute, have minutes and get in around the team and give them a chance. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think you'll find many people disagree with you, Fidel. Um, for me, having seen them play, this is, is um, I'd, I'd, I'd throw out that there's four that deserve a, that deserve a crack at first team football. Whether they make it or not, I always, I, I find it, I, I remember going to watch the under-21s when Reece Oxford was playing. And he was great. And next to him, I think it was Declan Rice. And I can't say I noticed him. So, it, it just goes to show you, <laughs> you know. But then that proves, in a way, that if you, you know, Reece Oxford was the one that was well thought of, and yet Declan Rice has become almost uh, an international star. He's become the player that everyone expected Reece Oxford to be. Yes, yeah, yeah. If you if you look back to Oxford's, you know that first game against Ozil, when he did follow it up, he came on. He, I think he played about four or five that season. Might have been more, you know. But we were falling over ourselves. With, with with good reason, you know, in a way, Cause for a sixteen-year-old lad to come in and play the way he did, but obviously there was Declan Rice. So, and Ben Johnson was, I don't know. The funny thing is, if you look back, we lost. Um, who were the two? So we lost in Gakia, didn't we? Um, yeah. And, and then, was it Dean Garner, wasn't it, for big money? Um, no, well, I was thinking of like right backs. We had a couple of right backs come oh, through. Reece Burke. And then. Ngakia went off to Watford and it was like don't worry because we've got Ben Johnson coming through and I don't know if is it whether there's a bit of me thinks is it is it Moyes 
it's more a problem there with Ben Johnson because he he seems to have regressed rather than yeah progressed. he seems to have completely lost his way yeah it's a shadow of what we had yeah because he 12, did 18 he, months ago. yeah he did look like he would you know you know they were right in in allowing then Gaki to walk away for nothing because we don't you know at the end of the day we know we have got a better player. There's always been a lot of uproar the last few years when we've let some of these players go, but sort of none of them have come back to bite us, have they? No. And then you look at the ones that we've sent out on loan, and no disrespect, but you look at the sort of teams that they're going out on loan to, and you sort of think, well, are they really going to are they really going to make it when they're going out to sort of League Two teams, conference teams? There's so always a worry that you're just going to create League One or League Two players, yeah. Yeah, I think mean, like I say if, if this crop is going to be supposed to be the best that we've had since that Cole era, then it'd be interesting to see the ones that go out on loan. Really, they should be going to decent championship sides and getting games if they're going to. That should. Yeah, yeah. Should show us how good they really are. Yeah. Um. Wow. All right, Dan. Um, I'd like to thank you. Really, for coming on and doing this. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Oh, it's been good. We learned a lot from you, actually. Yeah. Oh, I did. We we we've we've learned. Um, the suffering of the generation. Yeah. 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 I couldn't put it better myself. You're, you're you're sort of the first of the of the Premier League generation. I mean, how do you uh, quickly before we go? I know, keep checking. How, how do you view? It's it's funny. What makes you listen to old farts like me and Lennon? Take <laughs> the piss out of Sean. I think that's what well, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. You think I'd love to know how many fuck off Sean's has been over the season? Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now, obviously, like you, you, obviously, you listen. There's so many different places you can listen to football or West Ham related stuff. But obviously, you. You appreciate, like, obviously, people they know what they're talking about. They're obviously, ripping into Sean's always a plus, isn't it? But it's just, yeah. it reminds you actually, there has been good days, and hopefully, there will be some good days again. Hopefully, starting Wednesday night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because it's been bloody long enough. Yeah. Good days around the corner, people. Yep. And we are about to turn that corner. Yep. Reset that clock. And let's hope it's not cold, set. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dead oh, end. There you go. Um, Dan, I'd like to thank you for coming on uh, for this, the, the, the first of the summer's propaganda. Um, there'll be more to come. Um, next week, it'll be a normal podcast, people. Um, I'm sure um, someone will be back from Spain and we'll be picking apart the game. Um, I hope we, the club do us proud or I hope the players turn up and do us proud. Yeah. And and that's all I can ask for, really. Yeah, yeah. Everyone enjoy yourself who's going. Yeah. At the time Players just do your best. Yeah. And we can ask for. That's all yeah. I'll say. I'll see you all later. Ta da. Ta da. Getting to know you. Having a good nose about you. Having a gander, looking at what makes you tick.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.